What's going on, Bud Mashers? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to episode 52 of SBR Reports. Well, uh, that was unexpected. <laughs> and let's start off with something that, honestly, it, it, it came as such a surprise to me. Like, seriously. So, has anybody heard of The Culling 2? No. What's The Culling 1? But uh, I, I, I don't know. Like... I don't even know what the calling is. Like, what is I, this? How is this? Why is this? Well, so uh, let's get into that. You would get so, that reference if you watch Avengers, by the way. I'll put that on the list of things to try to understand later. <laughs> but so apparently the calling to, as reported by WizHorde.com, is literally the worst. And and I'm, and I'm not talking about Leafy's literally. I'm talking about literally, literally. Literally, the, literally? Literally. I'm literally talking about literally here. Okay, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so it's literally the worst launch of all time, which is a strong statement for a game I've never heard of, but it seems to fit. So the article talks about how Lawbreakers and Battleborn had terrible launches. Bare, I had... One person, um, Cheech2099, who played Lawbreakers, he was actually able to get into the beta of the game, which was really nice, but it was like, so, oh, okay, what is, what, what is this trying to be? No one's really playing this. And then we all know Battleborn and how terrible that was. And I, I do believe, I do believe it became, uh, free to play. Um, and then obviously Cap, uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, which, uh. so sorry for anyone's ears uh but yeah obviously <laughs> it, it it just did not have the push that it needed now apparently <laughs> the push they just messed it all up now what what's interesting is the the author of the article states that for those unfamiliar the culling one was essentially the game that invented the battle royale game genre it now is. Now, I can't, I don't know if I can necessarily agree with that because, to my knowledge, the Battle Royale genre was invented by a mod of a game for the PC called DayZ. So, I'm not 100% sure how correct that statement is, so but. Who's the grandfather and who's the father? Like, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% certain on this one. Um, now, the author of the article has not played The Culling 2, but just gave some nice snippets of the Steam reviews. One Steam user by the name of Cafe, K-A-F-F-E, this is not The Culling. It contains no elements of the original Culling. Do not buy. I've played alphas that played better than this. Ouch. Steam user Farlight says, I stubbed my toe on the way to install this game. That was the most enjoyable part of the experience. Double ouch. Steam user Rubber, uh, not not the condom, um, Steam user Rubber says DOA, which stands for Dead on Arrival. Oh, I thought that meant Dead or Alive. Uh, no, I, I really hope, I don't think the game would be that bad for, for, for you to make that sort of comparison. <laughs> you would hope. So, uh, according to the Steam launch data for this game, on the very hour of launch, it had 160 concurrent players. That means it had 160 people all playing this game at the exact same time. And then after that, the it dropped. Uh, after one hour, it dropped to 88. And then after that, 76, 64, 54, and then 35. Now, unfortunately, with this game in particular, it requires 50 players, which 
really sucks because if you have 35 people concurrently playing your game at max but you need 50 players to actually start a match you're never actually going to be able to enjoy or play anything and ain't that just lovely could you imagine can, can could you imagine you want to play i don't know uh fantasy life 26 with new battle royale co-op that sounds so bad I was trying to think of a bad game. I, I was actually trying to do that. Because Fantasy Life is good. But what you just described was bad. That sounds like something that doesn't make sense. And I do not agree with that. Well, I don't like this. That hurt me. You'll be fine, I'm sure. So, it I, I, I feel sorry for the developers of The Culling 2. Um, you really seem to have brought upon a battle royale game that doesn't really seem to uh, have a lot of battling. Um, as of July 14th, three people have played it. So, to be fair, this kind of feels like an opinion piece with facts in it. So, maybe it's not that bad and this person is just really upset and hurt by it. Now, I did look though. You did. There are on the case. So here's the thing, though. You never have the maximum amount of people able to play this game since it launched. So that number of 35, that is the second best number of people that have played the game concurrently. That means that less than 35 people have been less than 35 people at one time played the game so the fact that three people played it upon the person writing this article unfortunately is factual well well then i tried to give out hope i really did i i did too i was trying to be nice but um, like you know let's what the hell is this i don't okay so let's just I, move on to the next Unfortunately, we get to talk about something that completely blew me out of left field, and that's apparently that Clash of Clans is being used for money laundering. Uh, no, that is that is not a clickbait title. That is legitimate. As as reported by Variety.com, Clash of Clans, other and other mobile games, but more importantly, Clash of Clans, because we need to use the picture of Clash of Clans for you to click on this article, um, is being used for money laundering. I like Clash of Clans for the two seconds I played it. I played it a little bit, and I tried to actually get into a clan, but then I found myself kind of hitting the wall of, in order for you to progress, you need to pay us. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that was me. So, on a report that was initially noted on Game of Sutra, it was found that over 20,000 stolen credit cards were used in games like Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, and Marvel Contest of Champions. The thieves wow. Can <laughs> the thieves can make purchases and then resell the accounts with the purchases to a third party, wiping their hands of any connection to the stolen credit card information. Now, according to the article, it seems to be a relatively easy process. With as Apple IDs, which are required to make purchases on the App Store, only need a password, date of birth, and some security questions, and then an email address, and a dummy, dummy email address is easy enough to make that it's not really a hindrance. There's literally a website somewhere, I, I don't remember the exact name of it, but there's a website that you can use that will create that uh that that trial run for you so it'll create an email account that will expire within 10 minutes just so you can get the the you can keep using netflix for free or what have you 
and you just keep it just keeps giving you an email address like, and it just blows up after like 10 minutes or something like that people do that this exists y'all are really y'all could really be solving the economy issues you could be doing so many things but nah nah we want free netflix i mean of course N- netflix is lit get out this is my office this is my studio can't tell me to get out get out all right so what one interesting thing to point out though is and i'm not saying that one is better than the other though i'm definitely saying that one is better than the other it ain't happened on android just saying well it makes sense it wouldn't happen on android if you're gonna go for people's credit cards you're gonna go for the most used phone which is uh apple especially in america would you believe me if i told you that the most used phone is not apple really yes the the media lied to me yes as a matter of fact 70 percent of mobile phones are android phones in america because i'm talking about americans specifically right now yes okay yes (laughs) personally i believe the decline was you know the fact that your iphone is a rent payment like an a thousand dollar phone but i'm sorry this this is this is mr gamer not uh not tech talks like i'm not gonna get into that because oh boy that was a that was such a, a terrible 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 mistake um yeah yeah that was just bad okay tease me, tease me zaddy you gonna be the tech daddy don't make this weird, Mr. Ball. Please. <laughs> I make everything weird. Oh boy, do you make it interesting. But <laughs> let's get on to something that I that actually made me smile a little bit. Oh, stereotypes. Germany has banned pre-orders for games with no release dates. <laughs> and I honestly couldn't be happier. I, I'm serious. I couldn't be happier. And let me tell you why. Think I want you to think about it this way. Considering the fact that I'm a guy of bigger stature, I like to eat. So let me throw this example out to you, Mr. Duvall. Let's just say you are at a restaurant. You are at a restaurant that is known for giving you amazing food. What is one of your favorite dishes to eat? Ooh, I've been craving a surf and turf. So okay, so let's just let's just say you go to luxurious seafood place and they have a surf and turf, and you see it on the menu. Now, I'm gonna ask you this question. Mm-hmm. You order your 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 waiter or your waitress comes up to you, and you said that you would like the surf and turf. How odd would it be for you to then pay for that surf and turf right then and there before you've received it? I'm sorry, I thought I was at a five star hotel, a uh, restaurant, not McDonald's. But but okay. Wait, no no no, I'm not paying anybody anything until I get my. <laughs> Y'all got me messed up. That's the wrong type of question to ask me because you know how I am. <laughs> but think about it, though. But if, if you think about it, it's really not that different from pre-ordering a video game. Especially a video game that doesn't have a release date. You've ordered something. You will get it. But you'll pay for it first. And when you get your Surf and Turf, it's not guaranteed to be exactly what you want. You could It could have something in it. You could have to return it. There could be something wrong with it. But the restaurant has already received your money. So at that point, it's like, well, you didn't like it, but it was good enough for you to still eat it. This is why I... That's the wrong type of thing. Because the first thing that popped into my head is like, if it's not exactly what I wanted, I am taking it back. Duly noted. Du- duly, du- you don't duly. mess with a surf and turf, man. I guess you don't. I'll... You don't. You don't mess with my food. 
All right, note to self, do not mess with Kitty Duvall's food. You should know this by now. But yeah, going back to the point I was trying to make, I, I believe that the, point. I, I I believe that this is an excellent idea. I would love and and and, and I am doing my best to I am doing my best to um uh, to, to keep myself as unbiased as unbiased as I possibly can but could you truly imagine the impact that we the consumers would have if let's just say Kingdom Hearts 3 what if no one pre-ordered that now mind you I'm just saying pre-ordered it I still want people to enjoy this game but what would happen if we just did it pre-order it I mean, I would say it's never coming out, but it hasn't came out for years, so... And you know that people are going to want it, right? Uh-huh. Now, here's the thing, and let me... I just want to pull this uh, pull this excerpt right out of the article. While you could pre also pre-order Metroid, Metroid Prime 4 for the Nintendo Switch here in the United States right now through Amazon, you won't be able to do that anymore in Germany unless a specific release date is given. No word was given on what will happen to pre-orders for games like those that were placed before the ruling. Uh, Dusseldorf consumer CEO Wolfgang, I am going to butcher this, so my apologies, good sir. Shiznolinski uh, uh, had this to say on the matter. When cons- name is Wolfgang. I am happy. Oh my goodness, you are easily entertained. <laughs> when consumers order goods on the internet, providers must be specific when specific by when the goods are delivered. Which I agree with. That that does make sense because I've already paid for something. When am I going to get it? Eventually. Well, I don't see eventually on my calendar, so you got to give me something a little better than that. So there we go. Um honestly, I'm happy about that. I, Thank I you, like Mr. Wolfgang. Like I love the fact that we are putting a we're not, and I, when I mean we, I mean some people in the world are putting a stop to loot boxes, and those are being those aren't as prevalent as they were before. And yes, some will make the argument that it's a choice, but gambling is also a choice. And we also have places where people get help for their gambling addictions. Right. So let's make that a little uh. If you have to go to a meeting to stop doing it, it's probably not a good thing to sell on the internet. Maybe just a little bit. (laughs) Now, one thing that actually sold very well, I'm not sure if you're aware of, is a game called Fallout New Vegas. I I actually still play this game. Wonderful game by uh, Bethesda and Obsidian. And Todd Howard is apparently uh, people are people believe that he's a little salty uh with how obsidian new vague with how obsidian did their fallout game fallout new vegas and state that he's less likely to let an outside studio make a fallout game again uh, so someone helped you make money and now you don't want that help anymore good sir well let's take his words um, I wouldn't say never, Howard said, but now that our company is so big, it's always better to keep stuff internal. It becomes less likely, but I could never say never. I thought the Obsidian guys did a fabulous job. Now, I... So you I, don't I, like money? Now, see, now, now, let's play, like, let, let me be fair. I see where he's coming from. Things are getting bigger. Mm-hmm. So that would mean that he already has the staff to do it. So just... For any other job opportunity, if you don't have to go to the outside for any support, why would you? That's fair. Like you, I, I, I have the staff. I could do it here. Now, what it sounds like on the outside is, yeah, dude, you definitely mad salty about the fact that people love Fallout New Vegas more than they like 3, 4, and how much they're most likely going to like Fallout 76. 
like the fact that I would I would argue and correct me if I'm wrong Fallout New Vegas was the most heavily modded Fallout game before 4 and most of the mods of Fallout 4 were to fix crap I mean, the only game I typically watched you play was New Vegas, so... I mean, it just had so many amazing aspects, like, so many you amazing things. You make a new character every other time I come here. It was just amazing. Like, I got the good old boy, I got Ladasha, don't ask, don't, don't ask. <laughs> I remember that, just and I remember throwing something at you. Awesome, so you don't have to do it again. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you after off the mics. Why? Okay, you heard that, So if I, so if I come out hurt... On my Twitter, you know what happened? Follow me on Twitter at MRG underscore SBR. Um, but yes, you know exactly what happened. That way no one says. But I, I find this I, I find this hilarious. I think this is funny. Like, so we had someone on the outside do something better than us, but it turned out that uh Yeah. I mean it could just really be he's trying to think economically and smart and all that thing. Was this good well and good under the guise of Good sir, you're salty. Just, just a little bit. Just you very. You are the salt on bacon. Oh boy! Now, bacon. Now let's. Now we get to talk about the main topic, the thing that I am objectively biased about at this very moment, considering I have 31 hours, 25 minutes into the game. Octopath Traveler, <laughs> as of as of yesterday was sold out of their physical copies on Amazon. Dude, I walked into a GameStop across the street from my day job mm-hmm. or the other location, yeah. day job. Not there. So not at a GameStop either. I went Not at GameStops either. I went um let's see. I went to so let's see. When I first got the game on Friday, they had like 20 something copies at least that I saw. Um as of right now, well as of this recording, um, the John Hancock Center, nothing. Uh, these are Best Buy. Uh, the South Loop, the South Loop location, nothing. Uh, and we're talking just physical copies. You could in obviously, Chicago. yeah, physical copies in Chicago. But let's also take that to consideration. A JRPG for the Nintendo Switch ran out of physical copies. Now the article states that it's a little bit different when physical copies are made on a disc versus a cartridge. Um, let me see. Let me just make sure that I get to it. Ah, for example, if Square Enix were to release Octopath Traveler on a disc, it's possible that it would release a number of copies more in line with what its actual sales expectations for it were. However, with Octopath Traveler being on a cartridge like all other Switch games, Square Enix and Nintendo had to be more conservative with the number of units produced because it's actually significantly more expensive for Square Enix and Nintendo it's more expensive for them to produce the physical copies. It's actually more expensive than just writing it all to a disc and then shipping it out. One and of the things we trade to have mobile. I mean, yeah. Like, could you imagine doing something like remember the PSP? You couldn't you couldn't jo- you couldn't jostle that thing or else like, oh, disc error. Oh god, I hated that. I hated that so much. It remind it's like we had just left the era of the Walkman and the C D players. Why? Why? Oh man, I'm remembering that old PSP commercial with those squirrels. It's like, yo, that don't. We know what you're talking about. You don't gotta say it. Behave yourself. But, but. 
You don't, you don't even know what I'm going to say. I, I, uh, anyway, Mr. Gamer. But yes, I'm happy. I am so happy that they actually... I'm not happy that they ran out of copies, but I'm happy that they have to make more. I want everyone who has a Nintendo Switch, and actually people who don't have a Nintendo Switch, to enjoy this game. Now, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will tell you this much. This game is unforgiving for for people who are not veterans of JRPGs. Well, you can save that for your review. Yes. Anyway, what I wanted to touch on was that, like, I'm not so surprised that the physical copy sold out so fast because this is an RPG. This isn't something like Street Fighter or Mario. Ah, or that is a very like that. that's an excellent point. It's not there because we know it's, that this game is made in its entirety. We know that once you beat this game, you can just that's it. Chuck it. Yeah, like that. You, you can sell it, so it would make a whole lot more sense to get that now. Unless you got um, Octopath uh, Octopath Traveler Wayfair Edition, which has significantly more things like artwork and soundtracks and things like that. Like that's if it's that's if you got that, you are most likely to keep the physical copy. But for myself and Mr. Duvall, yeah, most likely. I don't, I don't know because. The same could be said with Super Mario Odyssey. Aside from Balloon World, there really wasn't much else to it. But I still love that game. So I guess we'll have to, I, I'll have well, to find thing, out how I feel after the uh, after the story. I'm saying how most gamers have a tendency to buy physical copies of games that they feel like they will trade in. I agree. Versus games that they know they're not going to trade in. Like I know for a fact at least 90% of the people I play with are never going to trade in Street Fighter Five. Yeah, or yeah. or or Breath of the Wild. Oh Jesus Christ! Like I I can I I can definitely see that. I think I honestly think that that is a that's a and, that's a fair argument. And Square Enix did come out and said that they'll try to have more copies out within the month. I hope so because everybody needs to get that game. And if you don't or have you the just game, have to get it digitally. Well, I mean, um, ooh, that's that's that, that that's a lot of gigabytes. I love that. That that's a lot. That's a lot of gigabytes. That's what you gotta do. Yeah. So before we actually wrap up, there was something that uh, there was something that actually did want to kind of touch base on. We've been just about (laughs) fifty. We're now fifty-two episodes deep into this, and I truly want to know. If you are listening to this right now, I want to know, where are you listening to it? How exactly are you absorbing it? Do you do you like it? Do you want it to be switched up a little bit? I am thinking about switching things up a little bit, but I always want it to be something that my audience is going to enjoy. And the only way I'm going to know that is if you guys tell me. He could totally pie you in the face. Okay, can we not do something that would possibly cause physical harm to me? That would be... Getting in the face isn't going to harm you. You don't know that. Yes, I do. No, no, you don't. Unless the back of the tent hits you. Any hoof. (laughs) So, um... I, I, I want to know how you're listening to this. Anything you want to change. If Is it Facebook? Is it YouTube? Is it Google Play? iTunes? What have you? Let me know. Let me know what you would... Let, let me know what you would like. Because there's definitely going to be some things that... uh. <laughs> no pun intended, get switched up a little bit. Um, but I want it to be something that I know that my audience is going to enjoy as I'm doing this for you. And with that being said, this is Mr. Gamer. And this is Kitty Duvall. Signing off. <laughs>